Yo, what's going on, everyone? I'm Luke. We're back with another Beyond the Playground episode. Today, we have a special guest. I'm here with my friend. Maxim. Hello, guys. Yeah, so today, we are talking about football. Not American football. I know that season starts. We're going to have an episode with, for that shortly. But we're talking about, you know, football, soccer, and really Maxim. Football. Really football. He, as you can tell from his accent, he's actually from the source. He's from um, London. Yep. I flew I flew him out just for this episode. Just for this. Just for this special podcast episode. So I'm excited. Uh, before we get started, I think it's good to say I am a Manchester United fan. He's right. an Arsenal fan. I am. So just get the Best biases the out of the way. All right, Best that's not... in the world. Go Gunners. We don't need to start with that nonsense. Right. Okay. But um, okay, so you're the guest. What, what do you have in mind? What do you want to... What do you want to chat about? Well, I wanted to start with a, a discussion of your club. So what's been going on, Luke, this week? <laughs> a lot of bad stuff, actually. Both of our right wings, Anthony and Sancho, are no longer our right wings for now. I mean, Sancho's in his own personal training program. which away is Away from the first away team. From, yeah, which is basically another way of saying, like, you're demoted, I guess. Yep. Which is, this is the second time he's been on his own personal training program. Yeah. Last year it happened too, but it was And he had similar problems at Dortmund as well, you mm, have to remember. So yeah. this is kind of history. A reoccurring issue. So I don't know. I think I was I'm confused, honestly, because he was one of our best players in preseason, like over the summer I was watching right. the games and he was one of our biggest contrib- contrib- contributors. Um but and then all of a sudden, like the past two weeks, him and Ten Hag, our manager, have been having a falling out and just it doesn't make sense. So I really would like to get an inside look on what's happening there. Yeah, so <clears throat> of course you have your game against Brighton coming up and Brighton are performing very well. Mm-hmm. You know, they still haven't lost a single game in the Premier League. Um, they've been performing excellently. They've got a really strong left wing, Matoma. They took Fatty on loan from Barca. Um, you... As a team, have to face them this Saturday um, with apparently no defense. So, as far as I remember, Varane is still out on injury. Martinez is just coming back. Uh, how do you think your team is going to do? Yeah, I mean, I was looking at it earlier today, and I couldn't find like I saw that like Mount and Shaw were still injured, but I couldn't find if Martinez and Varane were still injured. I know Martinez got hurt against you guys in the Arsenal game, but I'm not yep. sure. I wonder if he'll be back. I guess we'll see. I think I've heard that Martinez might be back. But, but Varane, I think Varane is still out. Okay, I, that's well, what I've heard. If he is, I guess our, our go-to lineup, given that we got Regulon on loan from Tottenham, which I think was good given the circumstances, because Shaw, one of the best left backs in the league, was he's hurt. Yep. But him at left back, Juan Basaka, one of the best one v one defenders at right back. I'd put him as like a top three right back in the league. What? We'll get there later. Um, and then that's a wild. It's not that crazy. That's a it's crazy. Not that, it's not take. that crazy. That is a crazy take when you have a league with Trippier, Trent, and Walker in the league. That, that's a crazy. I mean, take. Walker's on his way out. But look at his performances. I, I'm aware, but Wanda Saka. If you look at his like times he's been dribbled, uh, he his biggest flaws. I said best one v like one v one. You said oh no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But my point is, 1v1 is top three, top three defender. Okay. What his problem is, is that when he has to defend off ball, like I remember yep. in our game versus City last year where we lost, it was it was either a Prem game or it might have been the FA Cup, I don't remember, but he lost his marking and I think Grealish or Holland had a wide open goal, yep. which is obviously a problem. But getting back to the lineup versus Brighton, our center backs is what I'm excited to talk about. 
because if Varane doesn't play, we have Martinez for sure. Yep. Coming off a very good season last year, shaky start to this season. Very shaky. Very With shaky. Own goal. He's gone. He's gone uh, out at halftime at, at least twice so far. At whether yellow card or injury, so I don't know. So you've got um, so Manchester United is now own goal central because, as we know, yesterday Maguire scored a goal. Um, well, I guess for England or against England. Yes. For who they play, uh, Scotland? For Scotland, yeah. yeah. Um, and that game ended 3-1 England with some heroics from Kane, Bellingham, just complete dominance in the game. And Foden scored a goal mm-hmm. uh, while playing on the right wing, actually. Uh, I'm telling you, he can do it. He, you know... Maybe. If he learns how, they'll up the... Yeah, because Saka was, did not start that game. Mm-hmm. So you had them score goals. So it didn't really matter that Maguire scored a known goal, but I'm but just saying matters. you've had you've had two players this season score on goals. Yeah, I mean Maguire is an interesting case because he was one of our is he our, our most expensive sign definitely one of the most expensive defensive signings ever. I think he's still the most he, expensive defender. I don't know he if might you be. do exchange rates, then Gvardiol might be more expensive, but Maguire is still up there. Well, just for argument's sake, we'll say he's the most, and yes. he is not. I don't know. Ever since like past three years something like I never like he started off pretty good like he was like a good center back I mean his but, debut was stellar yeah it gave a really positive imp- first impression on the fans but then the past three years the fans have totally turned on him I mean he's been struggling he's been when he started he hasn't done well when he's been subbed in he hasn't done well yep. and it's just turned the United fans the England fans everyone against him and I myself bought a jersey this season right before he started playing bad so not a great investment, but I want him to do well. Like I feel for him, well, as much as I can. Yeah. And I hope I know Lindelof will start over him, but if he comes in, I I hope he does well. Right. So you see, so you, so you're predicting Lindelof Martinez in the middle. If Martinez plays, yeah. If not, then I guess Maguire and Lindelof are gonna have to. You don't want Evans. I'd rather I'd rather play Maguire. <laughs> I'd rather play Maguire. Right. Okay. Is there anything you wanted to talk about? Um. Maybe about my team. On your team? Yeah. I think I would like to talk about your right wing. Saka? Yeah. What about him? Um, well, like what we were talking about earlier, yep. he kind of has so impressively impressively improved over the past season. I would say like like last season. I mean, definitely. Season. The 22 season, he was, you know, he was a brilliant player, mm-hmm. but... 23 season he really became a global star I want to I want to know from you where you see him in terms of like like rankings in the world and where you think his potential is okay right now just are we counting Mbappe as a winger or as a striker I mean it can go either way so it's whatever you want for your argument well I'm going to say if Mbappe plays as a winger obviously uncontested he's the world's best but um Let's assume he's a striker, which is what he plays more often. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Saka is the world's second best winger right now, behind Vinicius. Okay. I mean, Vinny's out for injury right now, so he hasn't... Yeah, I, I, so I, hasn't, I know that. But. So No, no, I know. I'm just saying, I'm, try, like, I'm trying to think of recent performances, if I can think of anyone else to... Like, I'm trying. I want to say someone's better than him, but I also really like how he's played. Like, First game. That goal from Saka was amazing. The first game of this season. Yeah, that was his, brilliant. His 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 ball work is one of the uh, makes him the one of like the second best winger. Like you're saying, yeah. his ability to 
stay on the ball even when he's trying to, to be Brazilian. Yeah. Because like, look, he, he has more Brazilian in him than um than Martinelli. That's, uh, that's an interesting like, thing to say. I guess we can compare your right and left. Like Martinelli is Brazilian. The Brazilian, like the whole like, what's it called? What's the word I'm looking for? The skills? No, but yeah, the whole like thing for Brazilians mm-hmm. is that they have like insane skills and they do it down the line oh, yeah, like, yeah. like Neymar or Vinny. Yep. But uh, Martinelli is pure attack, less less skills. Obviously he has the skill, yep. but he does more like pure attacking. Yeah, like, like very clinical. Clinical, that's yeah. the word. Going right at the defender, trying to get by him, not trying to, I don't know, do a rainbow over him. Not yeah. like people do that that commonly. But yeah, and then you have Sokka on the other hand, who's very entertaining to watch. Yep, he 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 fiddles around on the ball. He does well. I wouldn't say fiddle because that because productive implies I guess. he's just doing nothing, which is more of your right wing. That that, that's that is true. That is true. That's what Anthony, well, old right wing because Anthony, which we were going to yeah. talk about earlier. Yeah. Um, got charged for domestic abuse. Yep. Which happens way more than it should between, I mean, every sport. Basketball, I know we're just bringing other sports in yeah. for this example. Kevin Porter Jr., yesterday or whatever, yesterday, two days ago, charged with that. Julio Urias, the Dodger pitcher, same thing. Yeah. It's happening way too much, which we shouldn't, we're not going to get into it right now because it's not like, there's not much we can do, but there should be more help for athletes to yeah. kind of work on not doing that, yeah. which is obvious. But. I'm going to say, Saka, you know who I really think is just overlooked? Trossard. I think a lot of people really underestimate how good he is. We got him from Brighton for a, you know, the, the fee was a daylight robbery. How much was it? Something 20? It was like 26 million yeah. in, in pounds. Per, um, so Which in that, an era of inflated prices, yeah. that's crazy. So 26 million pounds for... Trossard, who's 28 years old, and in my opinion, he could occasionally comfortably start over Martinelli. I'm not saying Martinelli doesn't deserve his, you know, his left-wing role as the starter on RXI, but I'm just saying, like, we need to give Trossard some space, especially because we're now playing Champions League football. Um, Which is big, big. <clears throat> when yeah. was the last time you guys were in it? So it's, it's six, six years. Wow. Um, but yeah, in my opinion, we are playing Champions League football. That means we need to do more rotationary work. So if you look at our past games, Arteta has been more reluctant to just start mm-hmm. Jesus constantly because he needs to be very fit for, of course, PSV and Sevilla aren't really threats to... I mean, Sevilla, they'll give you a good game. I mean, it'll give us a very good game, but no one's really expecting us to lose any of those games. No. So, yes, it's we don't, haven't got the strongest competition right now in the group stage, and you know our group is an absolute blessing for us. Like very lucky, a very soft landing back here. Some other groups. It, I mean, look at look at the, the Newcastle, Dortmund, Dortmund, Dortmund PSG, PSG group. Newcastle just, and AC Milan. Was yeah, there. that's right. That's just an absolutely horrific group for them. It's like the weakest death group ever, but it's still a group of death. Like Absolutely. But for us, we have a soft landing back into the Champions League. But that still means we need to... I mean, we have 38 Premier League games. We'll have another at least 10 games from FA Cup, Carabao Cup, assuming mm-hmm. we do fairly well. I'm yeah, not saying we won't play win your them, starters all the time, but it's yeah, still I'm not, games. And I, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying we're going to get to the finals in right. both of it's those. Still games you have to play. We still, we still have to play those games. 
hopefully we do, again, a good number of Champions League games. We have six in the group stage. I'm hoping we get um, out of the group stage and into the, uh, hopefully, quarterfinals, maybe semifinals. Um, again, that's about nine games mm-hmm. or so. So we've got between 55 and 60 games just out of those major competitions. So that means that we're playing, you know, a, a game every five to six days, mm-hmm. if you just average Yeah, it's pretty it accurate. It's pretty accurate. So we can't start Jesus all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we're going to start him against Everton. I'm pretty sure Nketi is going to come in, uh, especially because we've got a game against PSV on the 20th. Right. Uh, and we need Jesus for that. We need a, you know, first game back to the Champions League, we need to do well. Just even if only for a morale boost. Uh, and that's where I was going with Trossard, that because we have so many games, Martinelli doesn't need to always play. Like, we have Trossard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you have the talent and depth, which is something you improved since last season, which is the reason you probably didn't win the league last season after I mean, being in I'm, I, league for so I'm long. still going to say that if we had Saliba at the end of last season, we would have won. Right, but if you had more depth, you could have won as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that Obviously, start having to start players like Holding mm. um, as the Premier League leaders is just embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, Holland just breezing right past Holding. That was never going to work. I'm, out. I'm glad you brought Holland up because I have a question for you. What? So, let's say you replace Holland as the nine in Man City's team from last year, and you play all 38 games. How many goals do you think you're scoring? I replace what? You replace Holland. Me? Yeah. Like you. Like you play the nine mm-hmm. and you play all 38 games. Everyone's fully fit for the whole season. Yep. How many goals do you think you're scoring? Me? Yeah. Well, I, I, I'd like to think I'd get three or four tap-ins. Okay. That's, that's fair. That's a fair, that's a fair answer. Because I, I saw this somewhere, this question somewhere. And people were like, oh yeah, for sure. I'm getting, I'm getting 20. I'm getting, I'm getting 24 goals. Like, the well, average no, just, person is not scoring more than six. Unless you get penalties, too, which then could change it. Yeah, well, but, I'm, just, I'm just thinking, right? I'm just thinking about, like, looking at City's gameplay, right? Yeah. I'm just thinking, how many goals were there where there were no defenders around the player that would definitely cause me, as a not-footballer, to panic? Right? Right. So it needs fair. to be open space where I'm not sprinting at the goalie. It literally needs to be where, like... Probably De Bruyne passes the ball to me, That's and I just point. go boom. Yeah. Right. That's the kind of goal I could score. And even then, a ball the speed, a ball coming at me when De Bruyne's passing, it's going to be going very quick. So I don't know if I could do that. So I'm not going above three or four. Yeah. And that's I feel like that most of them would mistake. most of them would probably come in the end of the season too. Once you've had enough chances of like missing them and like getting your foot on it by the yeah. end. I mean. I guess we could assume that you'd be practicing too, but just for the sake of this question, yeah. just say you only played the games. Yeah, if I only played the games, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm getting like maybe two or three. Yeah. But also, sounds like Holland, but Man United's new striker, Holland, if that's how you... Holland. Holland. 75 million. Yep. Um, too which, expensive. Yeah, so it's, it's a steep price for someone who's not proven. He had nine goals in the Italian league last year. So... Nine goals in the Italian league is fairly good because the Italian league is very defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the teams, I don't think they're as high scoring as not uh, compared the to the Prem. But 
but it's only nine goals, and it's we still paid, only nine we paid seventy five million for him. But the thing is that, like, I've been watching. He's only played like 20, 20 minutes for United. He he got subbed in at the end of the game versus Arsenal, and then there was an international break, so he had to hopefully so start he had a good this weekend against Arsenal in the box. Is that what you're thinking? No, not in the box. Before Garnacho's disallowed goal. Oh yeah, well that's his whole his whole like. Are you talking about when he held it up? Yeah, yeah, that's his whole style of play, which is why it's going to be so transformative for our offense because he has the ability to hold it, hold the defender on his back, yep. hold the ball up, and allow people like Rashford, who can now play on the wing because we have a proper nine, allow people like Rashford and Garnacho, who will be our right wing because of everything we've talked about earlier, to make those runs behind the line, and Hoyland can either lay it like send it through to them, or he can lay it off to one of our yep. center mids like. Bruno or newly signed Amrabat, Am- Amrabat yep. to send it through, which I think will change our ta- style of play completely, which I think will help a lot. So, honestly, we were going into this transfer window thinking that United didn't really need much except just improvement in various areas. But it seems that as the transfer window is closed, you guys need a lot of improvement. Uh, and needed a lot of improvement. And I'm not really certain what's happened. Well, Manchester United is known for being interested FC because we're always looking at players and we never actually yeah. capitalize on it. I will say I was very happy with how we signed on this window, but we have a very big problem at selling players. Like we, like everybody's selling well, players for like 40 million to Saudi and we sold like, I think we sold Diego Dalot for, or not, who am I thinking of? Was it him? No, I'm, Dallas still plays. No, who am I thinking of? Mm, I don't know who I'm thinking of. We sold someone for like four mil. Like we we can't make money when. Oh, we, the goalie. I don't know if it was the goalie. Did it I was, sell the goalie? Who? The he, other backup for Henderson. Uh, no, we have Heaton. No, no, Heaton. Heaton. We have him. You have him. Yeah, I don't know who I'm thinking of, but we we're not capitalizing on our selling, but we we did get. Well, we got Mount. He's out injured now, and he did not start the season. Well. Sixty million is. Uh, Crazy It is. And 65 for Habits for us too. Yeah, honestly, kind of got scammed, both of us. Yep. They've done nothing so far. They've done nothing for us. Well, Mount's been hurt, so... Well, Habits no. has played four games? Yeah, four, because I think... Yeah, yeah. and he has... Nothing. I don't think he has anything. Missed a goal against... He, he was in the box against you guys, and he mm-hmm. just, uh, just yeah. missed the goal. I... I hope Mount comes back from injury strong. I just don't know what it is. I mean, when they won the Champions League two years, two years ago, three years ago, uh, three, I think, he was a great player. He led. He was leading the team. He was young. That whole team kind of, like, uh, him, Conte, Havertz, they were all much better. Much better. Conte was kind of... They weren't even better as players. They were just all cohesive and somehow working together. And they just don't fit into our lineups. It's because the that Chelsea team wasn't a team of a bunch of stars. Like it wasn't like you had like a. I mean, they were all good, but it's not like you had like Holland like a Rashford yeah. or a Holland or a Soccer. Oh you, yeah, you try you, to slip in Rashford. Yeah, he he fits in perfectly fine. Um, um, but you just had a bunch of players that played well together, and I think now and my favorite part was, was you added on Soccer at the end to like conceal the fact that you slipped in Rashford. Look, if they both can slip into to, uh, each other, I mean, they, it works. They both work. Okay, so they're both... We're not even going to get into that argument. Rashford <laughs> is a, one of the best wingers in the world. We don't even need okay, to start. Um, I don't know about Stardom. Start? Stardom? 
Stardom? Who said stardom? You said stars like Rashford. He is a star. He is a star in my eyes and most people's eyes. And he feeds a lot of kids. So if you don't like Rashford, then you don't like kids. Or if you hate Rashford, then... No, because he feeds kids. So you hate feeding kids if you hate Rashford. You really took this down a weird avenue. No, it's all right. Only, Only you did, really. But, um... Yeah, I kind of forgot, I kind of lost my track a little bit, but my point is, now these Chelsea players in different teams, where it's not all one conglomerate of midness, they're not mid, but mid-ness. it's they won the Champions League, so I gotta give them some rating, but the point is, now some they're not doing well, and I don't know, you think Havertz will end up doing fine, or no? I mean, I, I, I don't think he's made any... Fatal mistakes um, for us. Like he hasn't just completely performed mm-hmm. like Maguire level, and he hasn't. He hasn't. He's not been on that. But it doesn't look like he's on that path. But and I would really like him to do well. So we'll give him time. But you know, Arsenal is a competitive team with more depth than last season. Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't perform at the level that we need him to, there are always other options. We have Trossard. Um, who's again like that kind of forward area? He's happy to fill in you know, if there's Havertz. I've heard could potentially play on the wings. Havertz could play in a false nine role. Um, Trossard isn't very good at camp, but mm-hmm. he could fill in for Havertz in any of those uh, front three. Yeah. Uh, you have the option of playing two defensive mids with Rice and Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could play just a Three sentiments with Rice, Erdegaard, and Party, and you know, just not have a cam. There are many options for us as a team because we have more depth. So if Havertz isn't going to perform at the echelon that we need him, I've, you know, it's not the there's end no, of the world. There's no room if he like that, people yeah. can play over him. I mean, that's we have people. To yeah, play that's over the him. thing. You have people, and we have Vieira. Mm-hmm. And I don't want him to be overlooked because Vieira has been doing really well. He had um, brilliant performances uh, across the preseason. He assisted Jesus in that final goal against United. You know, Vieira looked very expensive when he came in for us at twenty-five million. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think he could he could do well. He's still <coughs> young, and he still hasn't even played for uh, Portugal's national team at the senior level. So once he gets some national experience, too, once he gets some proper Premier League experience, hopefully he will get to start at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah, uh, I mean that's that's fair. I know another player we want to talk about is Jude Bellingham. Oh, what a star! He, that's a real star. That's like one of the I I don't know seeing someone go into a new team like that in a harder league, con- a completely different level of competitiveness, and just starting like that is just something you have to admire and you have to realize he, so has, he has he has the talent he has the ability to be one of the best like best players in the world right now for sure. I mean five goals and one assist mm-hmm. playing in his. You know, at his still very young age. Mm-hmm. 20. I think it's just 20. 20, yeah. yeah. Um, he's had just an excellent start 
he's clearly been woven into the fabric of Real Madrid. Yeah. Um, I think looking from how he just performs and flows within the team, he obviously seems happy there. He seems welcomed there mm-hmm. by his teammates. His teammates are happy with him. It seems like one of the best transfers, if not the best transfers of the summer. Oh, I, I definitely For a think it is. price lower than Declan Rice and Caicedo. Mm-hmm. Definitely the best transfer of the summer. I would put that at number one. And then given that you're saying that better than transfer than Rice, and you're an Arsenal fan, you just like you you just know. Like, well, I I think yeah, I just think, have to be honest. I I, don't, I just don't think I I I I love Rice as a player. He's also fit into the Arsenal fold very well, um, but. You have to be honest. Yeah, yeah, he's a great defensive mid. He's had 99% plus pass accuracy across this season, mm-hmm. uh, which is brilliant. But, you know, he's just proving that he's worth the £100 million price tag, whereas Bellingham is proving that he's, he's the best more. midfielder. In, you know, he's the best oh, midfielder. Oh, that too, yeah. Well, yeah they're they're mean, proving different things. He's proving that Dorman got scammed. For that, for he, what he's he doing at Real Madrid, it's unbelievable. I mean, come on. he could be worth anything. Yeah, like, blank check. You know, he's been just performing excellently. If if he continues like this, you know, he'll he might have like a thirty plus goal season. Yeah, like what you were saying about um, how he's woven in. I've seen a lot of stuff about how it's hard for young guys to like kind of weave in with the team, like. When Odegaard was there, I heard that it was like hard for him to make friends with the team. Yep. I wonder what's different with Jude. Cause it's not nothing's the same. I, I wonder if maybe it's just his like personality. His, I mean, I know from things I've seen, like he has like a, like a funny British personality yeah. compared to Odegaard, who may might be a little more stoic. Yeah, more laid back, like quiet. Yeah, that could be it. I don't. I don't know. I. I I mean, it's hard to tell the personality and like how they're friends. I don't but think definitely, our transfer for Rodegaard was another top tier transfer. You guys are very good at getting steals. I, I mean, I'm with this summer. It might have actually been. We've had two really well priced transfers for us. One good but expensive one, and one flop is what I'm predicting. Because I think Timber is just a such a good defender. He's 21 years old. Yes, he had an injury that's going to put him out for the rest of the season. But you have to look at him, and that $40 million for him is a very good price. Yeah, but... Um, Raya. It just, if you get hurt in the first... Was it the first game? Yeah, was it 50, 50 minutes, I think. 50, if you get hurt in the first game, it's just not a good look. Like, it's not saying that you'll get hurt every season, but it just shows, like... It's not... You can't... You can never tell... I mean, if you look at the reason he got injured... If you look at the reason he got injured, the way I'm going to summarize it is he was trying to be a Ramos. I mean, yeah, but... Let's that say that was again. what happened. No, that, that was what happened. He was trying to do a tackle that mm-hmm. he just shouldn't have done. It. He shouldn't yeah. have done it. Like, I can see Ramos doing that tackle, but I don't think we've ever had a defender as good at tackling it as Ramos. No, but my point is, like, if he's done it once... Yep. Unless he can somehow train himself not to impulsively do it again. Yep. Which is hard because like you just do things without even realizing it, especially in this well, speed no, of play of the game. Like, he missed like two weeks of season his entire time at Ajax. And he comes to the Prem and he gets hurt right away. Yeah. It's not it's not good. I mean I'm not saying he's gonna be hurt his whole career, like Reese James. Yeah. Which has just been more recent for him. But I just 
I don't know. I hope, I hope that he doesn't, like, injuries are the worst. Injuries have ruined so many people's careers. I think the Raya signing for us was a very good piece of negotiation. It was interesting, but it was not... The price was fair. The price was good, like, for you guys. Well, signing not, I mean, him was interesting, but it's, it's I think, no, but also you have to look at the fact that we got him on a loan deal. Yeah. Where we basically can sign him for a fairly low fee. Yeah, no, the contract... At the end of the season... If we like him. And if not, we get a top-tier goalie for one season for basically pennies. No, I, I think it's the contract, the Arsenal's, Arsenal's negotiation was, was good. The, the choice on Rea was interesting because you're going to be a FA Cup goalie, pretty much. Like, how, like I don't see him playing in the Prem that much unless something happens to Ramsdale. Oh, no, I think Ramsdale has the Prem lock, yeah. locked in. So it's just interesting because you could start on many different places, but instead you go to be a FA Cup, Carabao Cup. Maybe low-level Champions maybe, League. Yeah, it's just it's weird. It's just kind of like who you are as a player and what you want. I don't know how old he is. How, you know how old he is? I think he's two years older than Ramsdale. So like twenty six. So it's fairly middle youngish age for keepers. Like they they can go for a while, but it's just interesting because me as a player, I would rather go somewhere and start and work and then go and sit on the bench somewhere. But it's just the mindset, and if he's willing to train on one of the best prem clubs and get those reps at maybe Champions League and have the chance to play. Being the starting goalie, if something happens to Ramsdale, then that's that's up to him. Well, actually, I just checked. Rai is actually 27. And his birthday is tomorrow. Really? Yes. Well, happy birthday. Because you're going to be listening. Yeah, of course he is. Um, no, but I get what you're saying. Something that you said earlier about um, Timber's injuries, kind of, and like when I was thinking about injuries, like ruining people's careers, it made me think of Neymar. And not that injuries completely ruined his career. They definitely hurt it a lot. But it it jogged in my memory, the whole him going to Saudi. And I just think the Saudi league is ruining is ruining a large por- portion of football. Signing all those players for the... I mean, the price... Look, the price... I, look, I don't blame people for going for that outrageous amount of money. But I feel like people are going a bit too early. Like, Ronaldo, fine, he's old. But, like, Neymar had a lot more career left in him and he was one, he was the third best player of our generation like you and me behind Neymar yeah. and or behind yeah. Messi and Ronaldo and maybe and he, you, he, maybe you could put Suarez you could there. definitely put Suarez there very underrated yeah but he just doesn't have an incredible amount to amount to amount to it and I feel like if he stayed in Europe a little bit longer he could have kind of built up his legacy a bit more but obviously he'll be remembered um but I don't know. That's just my take on it. I feel like he went to Saudi Arabia a bit too early. Um, well, I mean, he's... He's 31. Yeah. So he's like at that area where maybe you could start thinking about a way you want to play for basically retirement. But you also have to remember that I don't think there's really an option to come back from Saudi Arabia. And that's the biggest decision that he's made. Well, I like I agree, but I also think like people will want Neymar back, but not he's not if you mean like money standpoint, he's not getting any big contract from a a European club. Yeah. I feel like he could play somewhere in Europe, but But is it gonna be top level? It could be. Like it, it could. 
But going to there, it significantly hurts. Unless it's Boss, which is trying to sign him for like nostalgic purposes. Right. That, I don't really like, see him. Although he's not. Yeah, no. I, I'm thinking more like European players who played throughout, like like Zlatan. Yep. He's a great. Well, he never really. Actually, I guess he went to the MLS and then yeah. went back to AC Milan. But he's a great example of not ending too early. Like he was quality throughout. I think he just retired 41. Yeah, 41. Which is insane. Like 10 years of. Well, minus his time at Galaxy, which he was still amazing to watch. Yep. Especially us living in LA, where I lived in LA at the time. I, I didn't. Did you, where'd I you didn't. live? No, you didn't. Were you in London? London? Yeah. But he was transformed the, the LA vibe and then his like rivalry with LAFC, where we like LA Galaxy won. It was, it was amazing. But the point is, then he went back to Europe and he was still quality. I just don't see that being Neymar. I think he went way too early. And. I don't think that's a good sign for the next forward generations of football leaving too early for money. And I understand money is money. Football is a business. I mean, just 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 look at how much each league spent this season, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you will see that there's not really that much of a problem from Saudi Arabia. I I see. What, I know what you're talking if you about. Te- if you take the top leagues, mm-hmm. right? I think Saudi Arabia slots in at fifth. Right. In terms of spending. And the only one that surpasses 1 billion is prep. euros is the prep, which only which actually has like I think almost three billion. Yes, but if you look yeah. at the Saudi teams, like, there's only like four Saudi teams that that this, money. that this that it like yeah, that all that amounted to. So that's like the one like the league as a whole might not show that much, but the team, like if you do like per team, those teams spend way more than, than they like well, I mean, it's still only two hundred million per team. Is what it works out to. actually less because I think they spend a total of like six hundred something million. Mm-hmm. So it works out to just under two hundred million per team. And you know that teams like United spent that much. Teams like Arsenal spent that much. I don't City. I don't think City spent that much this season. Not this year because they yeah. they didn't. They only signed Guardiola yeah. as, a, as a big money transfer. They were trying to go after Paqueta, yeah, but didn't. that didn't work out. I, it's not the first time something like this Saudi league has happened. I mean, China did it a while back. Not a while. A while for us. Yeah. Five or six, yeah. maybe more years I ago. I mean, that's what the Prem did, if you think about it. I mean, uh, what's your point? Like, what? how? Like, Well, think about... Prem has always been the top, a top. I wouldn't say the top. A, a top. I mean, the Liga definitely at a time was, was higher. I mean, early 2000s, I would say Italy was in the top. I would say it went like Italy, then La Liga, then Prem. Like, 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 not like as a list, like progressing through the years. Yeah. Like Italy, early say, 2000s. Yeah. And, and then, then the Messi Ronaldo era yep. was La Liga. And then going to now, definitely the Prem. With- and I don't think there's, it looks like there's going to be less and less competition from the Prem in the near future. And you think, you think less competition in the Prem or more from other leagues? No, less competition for the Prem. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, I like, mean the Premier is looking more and more dominant every season. You now have the past five champion league champions leagues have been won by three Prem teams and two one team from the Liga, one team from uh, the Bundesliga. <laughs> so you have that the Prem on that front. You have the Prem's enormous finances. Mm-hmm. You have Manchester. Do they have the most uh, viewership in the world? 
Oh, the Prem is by far the most viewed yeah. sports league in the world. Oh, With yeah, no doubt. I mean, three... any football league probably is. Although the NFL. No, the NFL is much smaller. The NFL think so? just, just had a lot of revenue because it's a large economy, but uh, I guarantee the Prem has like over 3 billion viewers. It's by far the most NFL viewed. viewership. <coughs> oh, yeah. <coughs> well, what I'm seeing is average games. Which so you... Okay. Um, I don't really like. But no, I mean, I agree. I mean, football is the largest sport in the world. So there's no doubt that the leagues will be the biggest. I think the French League has had quite a drop off. I mean, they were never they were never up, right? Like they're never like a top three, but they have gotten increasingly weaker. And it's just well, like... I mean, last season, PSG only won the league by one point. Yeah. Yeah, they. I mean, yeah, and the same with. I mean, Bayern barely won last year. They won the past thirteen. They barely won. They only won against I mean, Dortmund. Choked. Dortmund bustled that last 100%. game against who was it against Munich? Uh, no, I don't remember. Sorry, not Munich. Not what am I like, it was no. It was like a mid team too. It wasn't a good team. Yeah, I. I, I actually have a. I have a thought. If PSG was a part of a different league, do you think they have won a Champions League by now? With that, same history and everything, but if they were part of the Prem or La Liga, do you think they? Oh, would've... they were playing on Mines. Who? Mines. Oh, okay. That was really. Big. It just sounds. Yeah, it just starts with an M, but there is no team called Munich, just Munich. Yeah. Um, because I think the lack of <coughs> the lack the lack of comp that PSG has may may translate to the reason they've ever won a Champions League. With their finances, they definitely could have won a Champions League by now. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at their front three that they had. They still had Mbappe, Messi, Neymar in the front. They had, you know, again, top defenders like Hakimi, Mendy, uh, Ramos, and Marquinhos in mm-hmm. the back. They have Donnarumma's goalie. Do, do you think Donnarumma might be one of the best goalies today? I yeah I've been I've been a big fan of him since the Euros. Yeah. I know you probably aren't because you know sensitive subject, but oh, Jesus. um he's he's quality. Great great move to PSG. I I yeah I know you're talking about current PSG team, the current one, but like I just mean overall, like, like in history. Yeah, because they never won. So I want like I don't know. I mean their, their finances only became so powerful fairly recently. But I guess if you take PSG as a historic team and you plop them into a different league, that, that does that really make them the same team? I mean, you're... That's, that's a completely different team, then, if you're not taking different the same mindset. Players. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess. No, I, yeah, but the, like, them as a, as a club, you think, like, they, they, you think they would have? Because let's just assume, like, they've still had some of the... But what's the point of calling them PSG and saying okay, that they're well, that club? No, no, but I'm just saying, like, what... If you're not taking the same players... No, no, you would. You would. You would take the same players. So the current team? I, I mean, like, all, like, 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 each year, you know? Like, yeah. let's say they had that same team, but they were in, like, like the Prem. And they, well, I think they should, they could have won the league this year, even. Sorry, the Champions, Champions League. league. This, this year. year. Mm. I don't... Who did they lose to? Don't remember. I want to say Bayern. Probably they always use the bar. I don't. I don't. Know. I don't think that anyone was beating City, especially not Inter. I mean, they could have. 
Lukaku, Lukaku really might is that worse than Maguire? No, because Lukaku does it less consistently than Maguire. Lukaku, besides that, Lukaku is very underrated. I mean, he he has more international goals than uh, I just forgot, but I saw a stat. He he has like a lot more than a lot of quality players that you would put above him. International is different than club, obviously, and club recently has been quite a struggle for him. Yeah, I don't. Seems like anyone related to Chelsea is having a struggle. The curse of the number nine. Well, it's, I mean, Holland doesn't really. No, at Chelsea. Oh, this is like a thing, like the number nine, like the jersey oh, yeah, number yeah, yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a curse, which, um, which was why no one this year. Like, I think they offered it to Nico Jackson. He was like, "Nah, like I don't want it." Oh, that's interesting. So I actually haven't heard of that. Yeah, it's it's like a little funny thing. Like, I'm forgetting other players that took it, but. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I think before we close out, we should do some little predictions for our prime team. So, you want to go first? Everton, Arsenal. Wait, Predict wait. the lineup too. Oh, I I can't do that off the top of my head. Okay, I'm gonna. I don't know Everton's lineup. No, no, you don't have to predict the other team's lineup. You have to just mm-hmm. predict your team's. Lineup. Oh, okay, okay. You all right? Give us Arsenal. I'm gonna guess for Arsenal, we're gonna win. I mean, we haven't really been. Getting any clean sheets this season, so that's kind of disappointing. But we haven't really been going for that. But I'm gonna say we're gonna win three nil this time around, mm-hmm. and I'm going to guess that we're gonna start. I'm gonna guess that Gabriel is gonna take a break. I'm gonna guess that Jesus is gonna take a break. As I said, preparing for the Champions League just to make sure we have them available. The two. Actually, shall I say all... Th- I'm, you know what I'm going to say, interestingly? Mm. All three Brazilian Gabriels are going to sit out for this match. Why? Because I'm going to guess that those three are the ones that Arteta is going to rotate around uh, in, prepar- in preparation for Champions yeah, League. Okay. So I'm going to guess that Ramsdale will start, as he always does. Yep. We're going to play Party at right back. Okay. We're going to play White and... Uh, Saliba in the middle. I don't know if Zinchenko is still injured. If he is, <coughs> then we'll play <coughs> Tomiyasu, who had a very productive international break. And if he isn't injured, then I'm going to put Zinchenko. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to have a center of Erdegaard, Rice. And I want to say maybe Habits will be given a chance. Mm-hmm. Again, at that camp position. And then we're going to have Trossard and Ketia and good old <coughs> Saka on the right. That's Fair. my prediction. And what did you say the score? 3 0. Okay. I, for United, Brighton, got to be hopeful, got to say a win. So I'm going to say what two. You, what? What do you think for Arsenal? Your predicted score for us? I'd say 3 1. Okay, 3-1. Yeah. I think... Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're going to... We'll see. United, I'm going to give us 2-1. I think goals from Matoma for Brighton. And I think Rashford and Hoyland will get a goal. Hoyland get, will get his first. And then for our roster, or for our lineup, I'm going to start with Onana at goalie. Who's, that is a surprise. <laughs> who's, he's working his way into the league. I expect more out of him than he's... 
produced, but he's also been one of our best players each game, given our shambles. Yeah, defense. especially when he gave away the penalty. Okay, which wasn't a penalty. It, you, really? That, that, that's what? You, that's where you're going? Are you talking about the Wolves game? Yes. Yeah. Of course they didn't call it a penalty, so it wasn't a penalty. Um, yeah, the the, the, penalty, the referees just got suspended for no reason. Well, they didn't call it a penalty. I don't know what you want me to say. But yeah, so right back, Wampasaka. If Martinez is healthy, he'll play. Well, he'll play on the left. He'll play, and Lindelof will play. Okay. Um, I'm assuming Varane is still injured, but we'll see. And then uh, Regulon at left back. What I'm hoping for for the midfield is a Casemiro Amrabat 4 3 or 4 2 3 1. So them two as the DMs with Amrabat pushing up a bit more. Yep. And Bruno as our 10. Yep. With Rashford on his left and Garnacho on his right. Yep. And topping it off with Hoyland. That's my hope. Uh, I just want to see Hoyland start and what he can do for a full, I'm full game. Not, I'm going to guess that you guys are going to lose 2 1. Now that's going to well, we'll so flip the tables. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's fair. But, you know, I guess we'll. We'll have to see. We'll have to check in on our next football episode. You guys let us know if you like pure football. Uh, it's different from what we usually do because usually it's American sports, but, yeah, but, I but we got a break here. So. But I, I unfortunately wouldn't be able to help with that because I know nothing about American football. But maybe we'll get you on an American one and teach you. Right. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. So thank you All guys right. for listening. See you guys. Cheerio.